Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, March the 24th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, Hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Top of the crock to you. Top of the crock? So, uh, this is the B block, and so we are going to talk about, uh, it's still the off-season, technically speaking, uh, so we got a lot of cooking things to talk about. Uh, before we begin, I want to give a shout-out to our listeners. Uh, thanks, everybody who's been listening to us. It's a silly podcast, but we really appreciate all the listeners, so I want to, uh, Say thank you to the top cities who have been listening to us this past week. Orrington, Maine. Orrington? Orrington. O-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N, Maine. That's, Welcome. That is thank one letter away from a very unfortunate name. A B, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, well, number two, Bend, Oregon. Hi, Mom. Thank you. Um, you know there is a town called Boiling, Oregon, right? right? Yeah, but there's like a, everything Oregon. There's like a lot of weird names out in Oregon. Yeah, okay. Have I told you the story about Welch's, Oregon? Like the grape juice? Right, like the grape juice. It's a town <clears throat> in the mountains. And when I was probably about six years old, my family was on a road trip. We were probably going to Portland or maybe Salem. And we were driving through the middle of the night. And I think we needed gas. And my dad, who was driving, said, we're going to stop in Welch's, Oregon. I, being six years old, thought that he had said, Roaches, R-O-A-C-H-E-S, Roaches, Oregon. And I immediately uh, imagined a town that had been completely taken over by cockroaches. Right. And so I started screaming, (laughs) no, Dad! No, don't do it! Anywhere but roaches. Anywhere but roaches, we cannot stop. In Roaches, Oregon. My family has never forgiven me for that or let me look that down. Right. Every time you, like, pass it on the highway, they're like, oh, oh look out, Joel. <laughs> Roaches, Oregon. <laughs> but really, would you want to stop for gas yeah. in town? I was going to say, in your defense, that's a pretty terrifying concept. And it's the sort of thing that would happen in Oregon, too. Giant, exactly. like, mountain roaches. Giant mountain roaches who are legally obliged to fill your car with gasoline. Right. Yeah. There's no uh, <laughs> self-serve gas in, in Oregon. It's all full service. Do you, did you, was that weird for you when you uh, visited? Uh, you know, a little bit, but not really. Yeah. 
I, uh, when I, I was never in New York. feel super comfortable with other people pumping my gas in general. It's the same way in New Jersey. Oh, really? Is it full service in New Jersey? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. When I went to New York and I had uh, borrowed Heather's car, and I was doing probably something sketchy with Heather's car, and I went to fill it up with gas. And I sat there at the gas station for probably six minutes. But I was like, oh, wait, I have to do this myself. You're like, where the fuck is that guy? Exactly. <laughs> uh, good times. Also, shout out Quincy, Massachusetts, North Las Vegas, Nevada, Seattle, Washington. Okay, here's a town. Placentia, California. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like an Oregon town, honestly. It, it does. Like that, there should be a Placentia, Oregon. Yeah. Kid, Kidney, Oregon is next to Placentia, Oregon. Right. Yeah. Right above small intestines, Oregon. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Champaign, Illinois, Bristol, England, Rye, New York. Okay. Brussels, Belgium, Belgium, Butler, Pennsylvania. I like this one. Tip City, Ohio. Cool. Who do we know in Brussels? Is that where Adam Janos is? I don't think so. I no. think he's stateside. We should ask him. And ask him if he wants to come back on the podcast. He right. was on the podcast. Talk like about soccer. About soccer. Wait, is World Cup happening? Uh, I'm going to file that under don't know, don't care. (laughs) Right. Adam, if you're listening, we need you back on the podcast to make us talk about how we don't care about soccer. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's, uh, it's, It's definitely a weak point in our sports coverage. I don't think it's a weak point. It's just something we don't cover. Right. Yeah. Because why? Let's put a pin pin in that one for now. Los Angeles, California, Richardson, Texas, Cairo, Egypt, and our old friends in Lewiston, Maine. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you like what you're hearing, and if you're listening on the Apple Podcasts, give us a like, a review, and a subscription. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump, Instagram, we're going to talk about that at Dump on the Ump. You can also listen to us on Spotify and or SoundCloud. All right, Sam. Okay. You know I hate the Yankees. Right? It's a well-documented fact. Well-documented fact. Like, I always forget. I try to convince myself that I don't hate the Yankees. Right. Because you don't want to walk around with hate in your heart. I really don't. I uh, I don't know. That's a deep question. Um, (laughs) But every time I sit down and watch a Yankees game, I'm like, no, I fucking hate the Yankees. Yeah. Well, there's not think, a lot to like. No. And I hate the Cubs. Hate the Cubs. I've lost friendships over that one. Right. And Twitter followers. 
and <laughs> and more importantly, Twitter followers. Right. <laughs> They're the uh, friendships what? that you can quantify as currency. Right, your Bitcoin friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one thing that I uh, didn't understand until this week is that Yankee fans, fans, I'm not talking about the team, I'm talking about fans. Right. And Cub fans are somehow more intelligent than Houston Astro fans. Oof, burn Houston Astros fans. They are the dumbest piles of garbage I have met on the internet. <laughs> Congratulations, Houston. You're the stupidest people on the internet. Exactly. Because, like, Yankees fans are from New York City. Cubs yeah. fans are from Chicago, right? Yeah. Like, they suck, but they, like, have to know how to get on the subway. I feel like most Yankees fans are from New Jersey. And Long Island. Like, they don't pump their own gas, and it shows. <laughs> and Staten Island. And Staten Island. <laughs> Staten Island, just Yankee fans with Greece in there in Westchester. <clears throat> I recently watched this movie called The King of Staten Island. Do you know that movie? With yeah, is it good? I've been seeing ads for it, and I've been like, "Oh, do I want to watch this?" Because you know, it's I, like, it you know, it's good and it, it's not great, but it's not bad. It has it definitely has some really good jokes. But one of the jokes that I liked was one of the guys is like, "This is Staten Island. This is the only place in the world that people from New Jersey regularly looked or rightfully looked down on." <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, it's Pete it's Davidson. Pete Davidson and Judd Judd Apatow. Pete Davidson. And then there's that other guy, that really annoying comic. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's you know it has its moments. It's not a it's not a like lighthearted comedy. Right. I can tell you that. Because the whole thing is, his dad died in ninety eleven. Right. In real yeah. life, his dad died. In the movie, his dad died. In some other fire. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh, yeah, I might watch that. No, but yeah, still, Mets fans are better than Yankees fans. Uh, but just fucking Houston Texans fans are fucking morons. Right. What like, specifically? Well, because like saying thing- that they're the dumbest people on the internet is like a really intense accusation to throw around willy-nilly like i'm gonna need some i'm gonna need some like backup to that the thing is that they are texans and i think that texans are coming approaching reality from a different perspective than you know like i have lived in new york state sure and i've been to new york city okay a lot and yep. i have lived in chicago so even when i fucking get into a fight with yankee fans and cub fans there's some kind of shared like generally speaking not always there's some kind of shared experience there right with tech with texans houston texans which is also a dumb fucking name with houston fans there is no shared experience so they're coming at me and they're like, well, 
the trash can banging thing isn't so bad because the White Sox did the same thing in 1919. Motherfucker. A, that was a hundred goddamn fucking years ago. You were not alive. Your grandpa was not alive. Your cousin was not alive. Your cousin who was married to your grandpa was not alive. Right? Like, (laughs) you don't fucking know what the fuck you're talking about. B, the White Sox threw that World Series. That was a scandal. The scandal was they lost and let Cincinnati win. This scandal is the Astros won. Oh, I see. Not- the Black Sox you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. <clears throat> um, really? They People brought that up? Are you sure you weren't Sox. getting trolled? I can't tell the difference anymore, Sam. <laughs> Maybe it's my fault. Interesting. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm too too much on the internet now. Uh, I think that yeah. I mean, I, I mean that's I, a ridiculous yeah. comparison to make, for sure. Um, right. I think that like you could make the argument the trash can banging wasn't that big a deal because if you ain't treat, cheating, you ain't trying, which is like a right. dump on exactly. the um. I agree. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. lean into it. Fucking own that shit. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Well. Maybe we cheated. But they don't do that. They don't do that. I would respect Houston fans if that's what they would do. Right. Just be like, yeah, cry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, we won. We cheated. You should have cheated. Right. You didn't. Yeah, that I would respect that. They don't say that. They, like, bring up bullshit excuses. Yeah. So, uh... I'm just saying this because I know Noah Syndergaard is a big fan of this podcast. And I'm like, Noah Syndergaard, you better throw at Carlos Correa every fucking chance you get. Yeah, that guy deserves to get hit. Yeah. We can agree on that. Yeah. Still angry about the Houston Astros. Um, The White Sox are looking good. My baseball team that I root for. Here's a thing that I am ashamed to tell you. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I might be coming around on this whole Tony LaRusso thing. Oh. (laughs) You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed of that, Joel. Yeah. (laughs) We've had all the jokes about Tony Lusa, uh, seventy-six years old, with his multiple DUI yeah. convictions. Yeah, but like every like, so Jose Abreu has come out and been like, he's great. He's teaching me things I've never known before. Right. Tim Anderson has come out and said he's one hundred and ten percent, which is impossible. The Simpsons told us you cannot be more than 100% behind someone. Right. But Tim Anderson is 110% behind Tony Willis. Uh, like, he's got, it, uh, you know, everybody. everybody's undefeated in spring training. Right. right. But as far as I can tell, Larusa has the 
team behind him, they bought into his system, and they're excited about it. So, like, okay, fucking do it. Let's go, you motherfucker. Right. So, I'm like, hey, I'm willing to be wrong. If the Chicago White Sox win a World Series, I am willing to be incorrect about Tony Larusa. Right. But what if they don't win the World Series? You know, there's a pretty big gray area there for me. <laughs> I just am curious if they don't win a World Series, would you consider yourself wrong about? Like, at what point would you consider Tony LaRussa a success? They got to win the division. Okay. Playoffs isn't good enough. Playoffs, no. They got to win the division. This is a division that the White Sox should win. And, you know, I mean, now I'm questioning myself, of course, because I'm a coward like that. Like, you know, (laughs) if Eloy Jimenez, like, twists his ankle because he falls into, like, a bucket of like a bucket of taffy in the outfield or some bullshit like that, like, Tony Lusa can't do it, that that's not on Tony Lusa. Um, but, like, the White Sox should win the division, they should make the playoffs, and Tony Lusa, you know, he's a smart motherfucker, he's, he has said this many times, he's like, yo, once you get to the playoffs, it's a fucking crapshoot, because he's won the World Series twice on a fucking crapshoot, after the St. Louis Cardinals made the world made the playoffs, right? So he knows that better than anybody. I guess I'm in, I, I'm impressed that the that the players have like lined up behind him so quickly and so emphatically. Like obviously they're not going to be like fuck this guy. I'm going to go to. Chicago, NBC, and be like, I hate Tony LaRusa. They're not going to say that. But, you know, he's got everybody on board. Mm, Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, better than not having everybody on board. Yeah, but is it? Just kidding. It is. Well, it's less fun. Yeah, I guess so. But you think that they're not going to win and lose a single game this year? Right, they're one hundred and sixty-two and zero guaranteed. You got uh, the top five MVP vote getters in the American League being from the Chicago White Sox: Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez. If he can stay out of the net, Lance Lynn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Cy Young winner Lance Lynn. Cy Young winner Lance Lynn, MVP yeah. runner up. Yeah. <laughs> By Joe Tony. Um usually when I'm sober, I got the White Sox at like ninety to ninety one wins. Uh-huh. And when I'm drunk, it's like ninety five to ninety six wins. Right. And what were they on pace for last season? They had a 60, uh, 60% win, 600 season. 
70 and 50. That's 105. And they were on pace for 100 wins. 97.2. 97. 97.2? 97. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's reasonable. Like, if, if you're looking at a bell curve, I think 97.2 is the high end. I think, like, like I said, like 90, because, you know, 60 games, they went 35 and 25. Right, and but, do you feel like they have the depth to like deal with a hundred and sixty-two game season? Yeah, I do. Especially in no, actually, I was gonna say especially in hitters, and now that I think about it, yes, across the board, I think the Triple A Charlotte Knights, their Triple A team, are gonna be a dominant fucking team this year. Okay. Uh, uh, like, just, you know, everyone's undefeated in spring training. But based on all the spring training games I've watched, they're sending down a lot of guys who are really good at baseball. Right. And so they do have, if they can call up folks from AAA, uh, yes, I do think so. Now, you know, if Eloy's out for an extended period of time, if Luis Robert is out for an extended period of time, maybe not. But I'd be more worried about their pitching staff. I am less worried about the pitching staff. Well, well um, you know, if Lance Lynn misses a month, like, who steps up there? Gotta be Ronaldo Lopez. Okay, and you feel good about that? Uh, as a as your five, yeah. Wouldn't you need a six though? Well, he would be like I think he's good enough to be a five, oh, right? Okay. Like Lopez would move up. <clears throat> he'd be your five. He he's not great. He's not an ace, but I have enough faith in Lopez that you know. A stopgap. He'd be a stopgap. Uh, the question would be, you got two guys, Garrett Crochet and Michael Kopech, who are the young guys who looked like aces, but they're probably going to be coming out of the bullpen. Big question is, do you want them, do you want to uh, uh, prime them for being starters? Probably not. I would, I would recommend not, but... You know, in case of emergency, break glass. You can do that. Uh, and, you know, I'm on the Lance Lynn bandwagon, but our ace is Giolitos. Yeah, the thing that I read about this season is that pitchers are going to have an especially hard time because they only pitched whatever, 60 innings last year, and now they're going to yeah. be asked to pitch 200 innings, and that's like such a huge jump. Um, yeah. that we're going to see a lot of arm injuries, probably. And that's a good point. I think the White Sox would have a hard time going to, like, a six-man rotation. Um, right. And I don't know if they do a start, like, you know, the Tampa Bay starter game. They could. Like, there's definitely a 
scenario where they could like they they've got good middle relievers, uh, but but that might be a problem. Right. Yeah, the Red Sox pitching is going to be their weak point again. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Sales back due back in July. Is that correct? I think that that's a best case scenario due back in July. Like, I think that if everything goes exactly according to plan, he's back in July. But, you know, there's plenty of things that could go wrong in between now and then. Then we have Nate Evaldi, who's thrown over 100 miles an hour in spring training. Uh, We have... Eduardo Rodriguez, who's the opening day starter. Jeffries. Do you know what I'm talking about? The guy we got from San Diego. Isn't his name Jeff Jeffries? Jeff, 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 Jefferson? No, I don't know. Jeff, Jeff. I'm not timing this at all, by the way. Yeah, no, we're doing good. Um, (laughs) And then, I can't remember who else they have. It's... Oh, Perez, Martin Perez, he's back. That's four. We have another one. Yeah, but no, you you are are the Boston Red Sox fifth starter. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Eli is. (laughs) Sorry, Eli, you're the Boston Red Sox. Wake up, put your pants on. Right. Uh, hold on. Chris, uh, uh, I, I actually, I mean, we talked about this on you. Garrett AOA. Richards. Uh, I, I think the Red Sox are actually, like, I like your call of the Red Sox going third place, probably. Yeah. And, you know, they're not going to be bad, but they're not going to be good. Um... And because mostly of pitching, and, and like I don't, I don't trust Yavaldi. I don't, I don't trust K Rod. I don't know. K Rod's good. Eh. He's the only one on the pitching staff that I do trust. Yeah, I'm not a big K Rod guy. I don't trust any of these other guys. Uh, the Red Sox are going to have to. Is K Rod? Who's your opening day starter? Eduardo Rodriguez. Erod. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Our opening day starters, Giolito, which I like. And, and here's something I wanted to ask you about, because I think it's arguable to say Giolito is a better pitcher than Dallas Keuchel. Right. Yet, it is undisputable that Giolito is the White Sox number one starter because Giolito is the homegrown boy and Keiko is like the import from Houston, Texas. Right, he's got the stink of Houston on him. Yeah, and I think that's very interesting. And I, it doesn't upset me. It makes sense, but it's like, no, we're going with Giolito. Because Giolito's a boy. Right. And we, like, Keiko's good, but Keiko isn't a boy. 
Right. He's he's good, but he won't stop talking about the Black Sox scandal of 1919. <laughs> he brings it up in every staff meeting. <laughs> you know, the, the White Sox also cheated during a World Series. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, I like Tony La Russa, but, you know, in 1919, the Black Sox threw to the World Series. So that's basically <laughs> the same thing as the Astros banging on trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lance Witt is like talking about the Texas Rangers for some reason. Right. Lance Lynn's talking about QAnon and you know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the White Sox pitching staff is a big QAnon fan. Yep, why wouldn't they be? Yeah. I don't know about Giolito. Giolito might not be red-pilled. Dallas Keuchel is definitely red-pilled, though. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, if you want to do... Let's talk about this this chili you made, though, because that looked amazing. It's so good. So I uh, have been... Tweaking with my crock pot chili recipe since the beginning of this season, as uh, long listeners of the podcast know. And yesterday, really, so here's the thing is that uh, yesterday evening I put this together, right? And it is a crock pot chili. With uh, pork spare ribs, three kinds of beans, tomatoes, green chilies, uh, a lot of other shit, garlic, onions, fresh cut tomatoes, canned tomatoes, cumin, cayenne pepper, chili pepper, chopped garlic. I don't think I forgot everything, anything. So, oh, and the the problem, the problematic two cups of chicken broth, uh, right. which I actually wouldn't ask you about. So I, I put this together. It was, it's so good. It is so delicious, Sam. I had a bowl of it this uh, evening for dinner, and. It is the most succulent fucking thing I've had in a long time. <laughs> so fucking good. It's not chili, though. I would not call it chili. It is Mexican pork stew. Yeah, I would... If you just gave me this recipe, which you did, and if I didn't know that you were working on chili, which I do, I would think that this was like a pork and beans recipe yeah yeah right well and it's soupier than it should be which is like the problem was i had to go to work so i couldn't burn off the the extra liquid that i had stupidly added to the recipe right i think that you ditched the Chicken broth entirely. I'm looking at your recipe right I think now. you're right. And here's my question. Does the chicken broth add a flavor element that I would not want to lose? Not really. Okay. Um, that, you know, it's going to give it some... 
some meaty flavor, but you get plenty of that from pork. Also, you have so much pork in here, like mm -hmm. it's more pork than beans. Yeah, <laughs> I should I should need to cut back on it's four pounds of pork and three cans of beans. Right, I feel like you could cut the pork in half, keep the beans <laughs> the same, ditch the chicken broth, yeah, um, and then because you're gonna get. You're going to end up with more liquid in your pot than when you start with, right. with with this recipe that you just sent me right now. Right. Yeah. And that's what happened. And, and I knew that was going to happen. Um, and I, I planned poorly for that. Right. Because you, you were like, oh, shit, I got to go to work all of a sudden. I've just been working from home this whole time. <laughs> exactly. It was 7.30 and I was like, fuck. <laughs> and, and I didn't want to like leave the crock pot on with the lid off for five hours. Right. That seems like a bad idea. Uh, it would be delicious with uh, some chopped avocado yeah. and and maybe cheese and or sour cream. Uh, it's so good. Oh, I also loved adding the canned green chilies to this recipe. Right. That's smart, I think. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to fiddle with it. I, the whole thing, and this is like a Instacart thing where I just order the pork ribs and they give me four pounds. Right. And I'm too lazy to like put a pound of pork ribs in my freezer. Right. So that's You're like, yeah, I got four pounds. <laughs> yeah, I'll just throw it in there then. Yeah. Now, and then the other thing is, like, I'm eating it like it's soup or stew. Well, it's kind of. I've still got rib bones, which I don't care about. But if somebody else were eating it, they might be like, how do I fiddle with, like, a big gas pork rib bone in my soup? Right, but you could do, like, a... what's the word? I mean, it's like pulled pork. I mean, if you wanted to, you could just pull the pork and throw the bones out. It'd be super easy. Right, or you could just get like a pork butt. That's actually kind of what I want to do next time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so for folks at home, this is about four pounds of... Uh, let, me, let me pull up that recipe. Oh, here's the other thing, Sam, that I didn't tell you that's going to make you laugh. Uh, like three of those uh, four cans of beans are drained, right? Right. And the other one is not drained? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. I wondered if that was a real thing or a typo. No, no. Not a typo. I just dropped the can of beans. You just... Not only is it not drained, but the can is also in just floating around in there. I had to fish it out with like a, a spatula. <laughs> So that can of beans was not drained, which, you know, contributed a little bit to my ex extra liquid in my in my stew. Right, yeah, you could have gone without, uh, you could gone, you could have drained those beans too. Yeah, yep. 4.3 pounds, pork spare ribs, five cloves of garlic. Do you think I could have upped the garlic? Totally. Uh, one yellow onion. I don't know. I, I, I'm not a big onion guy. Really? 
I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Because I could up the onions, too. That would add to the flavor, right? Add to the flavor and also add to the liquid. Yeah. Boom. Mm. Three tomatoes, two cups of chicken broth. We can cut that out. One can uh, diced tomatoes drained. One can ranch-style beans. Ladies and gentlemen, look up ranch-style beans. You will not be disappointed. Joel's a big fan. I am such a fan. One can white beans. One can kidney... Oh, the ranch-style beans were the ones I dropped. So they're not drained. They are accidentally dropped. Yeah, one can ranch-style beans. One ranch-style beans can. Right. (laughs) <laughs> one can, empty can of ranch-style beans. <laughs> Four ounces diced green chilies, which I like. Uh, Sam, what is your opinion? I, they were in the can. You have talked to me a lot, and I have not followed your advice. And I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm lazy. But, like, I haven't gone out to get actual chilies, but I got a can of canned diced green chili yeah i think that's great i think it's a good addition i you know my whole thing with the dried chilies is that in my opinion like what makes chili chili is just having a shitload of chili peppers in there so as many varieties as you can like jam into that pot i think the better off you're gonna be yeah well, this is one of the first iterations of this recipe where I've been happy with the heat. The right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's, it's like, ooh, I'm like, oh, that's spicy, and I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you should also look, because they, prob- they have the canned green chilies, they probably also have canned red chilies. So that might be a thing that you try next time, too. Uh. 15 slices of jalapeno peppers. It's not 15 jalapeno peppers. Uh, Three teaspoons of cumin, one teaspoon of chili powder, one teaspoon of cayenne powder. Um, Again, I'm I'm compensating for the lack of actual dried chilies in my recipe with chili powder, which is not ideal. Uh, but I tried to load up on the cumin, which I think was a good thing. I did not add my favorite spice, which is Hungarian paprika. What do you think about that? I don't know. I didn't try any of them. So you're going to have to be the judge on that. Well, but like, I love Hungarian paprika, but I'm trying to make a spicy yet savory dish. Right. What's the Hungarian paprika going to give me? I don't know. A little Is it smoky? Is it like a smoked paprika? Yeah. Yeah, it'll give you a little smokiness. That's good. I might add that next time. I put Hungarian paprika in basically everything I cook. <laughs> nice. It's like my favorite flavor is, is Hungarian paprika. All right. Uh, what's on the recipe for next week, Sam? For me? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I'm working on a whole complete menu overhaul at the restaurant. I didn't, I didn't do much cooking at home this week. Um, this week was more of a cleaning week. I made a Caesar salad for dinner one night. That was good. 
But at the restaurant, it's like it's been hard because it's we it, the weather's been nice here, and so it's been busy, like busy, busy, and you know we're still not kind of up to full staff, um, but we're like trying to. I'm trying to like do all the prep for the restaurant and then do all the regular chef ordering and organizing and, you know, and then I'm working the line some nights and for brunch and then like kind of trying to do all those things and then shift into like full on menu work is difficult. Um, but I got a couple things going. I have a, uh, like, asparagus salad that I made that I think is going to go on the menu with cantaloupe and corn and uh, uh, crispy fried chickpeas, which I just today thought about making. Hold on, hold on. Asparagus, cantaloupe, and corn. Yeah, and like pea shoots, pea leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been doing a lemon vinaigrette, but I think I'm actually going to try like a sesame vinaigrette, like a tahini vinaigrette. Uh, I think that'd be really good. On that asparagus salad, the tahini vinaigrette on the asparagus salad. Yes, correct. How is that not too sweet? Uh, it's going to be a little bit sweet, but it's going to be... So it's an asparagus salad, so it's going to be mostly asparagus. And then it's going to have some corn, which is sweet. It's going to have some cantaloupe that's sweet. It's going to be kind of a sweet salad. Um, Yeah. How's the asparagus going to be cooked? Uh, I'm probably just going to roast it in the oven, and then it's going to be served cold, I think. Yeah. That's uh, going to be beautiful, because you have all these greens and oranges. Yeah, right? it's going to be a good color. Um, yeah. And it'll be nice. People are going to be... All your customers will be horny as fuck. Right. Yeah, well... Hopefully they'll have gotten that out of their system by the by the time the menu changes. No, they won't. That's the problem. You you know that's going to be a problem. <laughs> Everyone's coming out of the quarantine, man. Yeah, that's true. Um, so there's Yo, that. Let's be able to get some lobster. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a duck riette crostini, I think. Uh, which will be good. Uh, I've been trying to work on this like feta cheese and green chili dip, which maybe mm-hmm. I'd serve with some crudite. Um, I'm gonna let's see. Actually, I think I have my notes right here. Let's see what I've written. Clam dip. Not a lot of dips because uh, we're gonna try to do more cold stuff. Uh, I'm going to definitely do a mussel or clam dish, whether that's a pasta or just like a pot of mussels. Um, I have Mm. written down braised mushrooms question mark, which is interesting. (laughs) I'm not sure what that is, but... I like the idea that Sam gets like blackout drunk and just writes braised mushrooms. I, I actually do. I have a I have a whole folder of notes on my phone that is just blackout drunk thoughts that I have no idea what they mean. One of these days on top of the crock. We don't have time today, but one of these days on top of the crock, I'll open up that folder and read you some yes. of the stuff I've written yes. down. I've got mine. I got mine. 
<laughs> We're going to bring back lobster roll, probably. Uh, I'm thinking about a squid salad, squid and watermelon salad, maybe. Um, I made some... Okay, okay, hold on. See, like squid and watermelon salad. Yeah. That's my jam. Right. I would buy that immediately off the menu. Yes. But something that you have told us on this podcast multiple times is like, you think the the fancy thing is going to sell and then the people just buy chicken fingers. Right. Some, like, yeah. What? We'll see. I, it's kind of hard, right? Because I feel like people right now are gravitating towards uh, comfort food. So, yeah, I would not call squid salad comfort food. I mean, if you're not Thai, I don't think, you know, if you're not from Southeast Asia, I think you're probably not thinking about that as comfort food. So, most of like a lot of you relatives are from Southeast Asia. That's Brandon. true. <laughs> you should <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do a burrata dish. I want to do a burrata dish that doesn't involve bread or tomatoes. And that's going to be really hard. Oh, that's like, like, uh, uh, like a gymnastics flip. That's like a 10. Right, exactly. So what's not tomatoes? That's tomatoes. <laughs> exactly. Tomatillos. <laughs> Strawberries. Yeah, strawberry. We when I was uh, last year at the uh, not last year, 2019 when I was out in Long Island, we were doing a burrata dish with uh, like strawberry jam sort of thing. And it was pretty good. It was a little weird, but it was good. Yeah, it's hard to make that savory, right? Uh, I mean, it was okay. It was kind of an okay, like, you know, crossover thing. Mm -hmm. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you but... know what I'm not hungry for, though, Sam? Huh. You... I am not hungry for black olives. Interesting. Why, you don't like I... olives? I I like green olives in a martini. Uh -huh. Or like on bruschetta. Now you like onions in your martinis. I do. I'm a Gibson man. You're a Gibson I'm, man. Gibson man. Uh, black olives are gross. I'm black like olives black. are the, like the yeah. Black olives are gross. I like olives <laughs> though, but I don't count black olives as olives really. Don't they make up like ninety percent of olives? Yeah, maybe, but I still I don't buy it. They're gross. They're not good. They're just like weird, sour things that you like put on tavern-style pizza to, to like excuse yourself from not actually having toppings. Yeah, they are definitely a tavern-style pizza oh, linchpin. Yeah. Oh, the fucking time. I would rather have green olives on the pizza than black olives on the pizza. Because if you put green olives on the pizza... That's a sign to me that you're, like, taking a risk. It's nasty. Don't put olives on a pizza. 
if you put black olives on a pizza, you're just being fucking lazy and boring. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, also, Gibson's also sneak. gross. Yeah, also gross. Gibson's. Come on, man. Two onions in the olive. How hard is it? I'm in Washington D.C. and they're like, we can't do that. Well, a lot of places don't have the onions. I'm not sure we have cocktail onions, although I bet we do. You should have cocktail onions. <laughs> this would be the hill I die on, Sam. I know. Yeah, you're, you're way, way into the cocktail onions. It's a little strange, honestly. It's all about the onion olive onion combination that that's what makes the gin martini good is that a gibson though if it has an olive and an onion no it's it's a nothing a gibson is is just a cocktail onion and a martini is just a gallop right but they're the same drink right like a gibson yeah, is it, just a martini it, with it, an it, onion gin vermouth gin and vermouth with a olive is a martini Gin and vermouth with the onion is a Gibson. Right. You need both. That's that's my purpose in life. Is that you need both. Sweet and sour. You know, me and Michelle have been making cocktails a lot here. Maybe I'll pick up a jar of cocktail olives and make some Gibsons. I'll send you a picture. Cocktail onions. Yeah, cocktail onions. Yeah. Do it. Alright. Um, we should wrap this up. This has been good. Uh, oh, fuck. There was one thing we didn't talk about. I really wanted to talk about. LeBron James is hurt. Um, the Chicago Bears are a terrible organization. Yeah, although they're f- probably feeling pretty good about not drafting Deshaun Watson now. Yeah, the whole, oh man, you want to do a nice, tidy episode on Deshaun Watson? Yeah, That's no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's in trouble. Well, he's a monster. Well, we don't know yet, though, right? Right? Like, I mean, probably. I mean, that's an awful lot of smoke for there not to be a fire. You know what I mean? Right. 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 But there's a lot of um, um, elements at play at the same time with this Deshaun Watson uh, sexual... What would you... It's not even sexual... Is it sexual abuse? Mm, yeah. Yeah. It, there's a... There's a... Yeah. There's... Yeah. It's like sexual intimidation... Yeah. For he, the purpose of he, sexual he, assault, I think. Goddamn trouble. The question is, was he getting protection from the Houston Texans until he told them to fuck off? And then they're like, all right, you ain't getting protection from us no more. Right. And then all these accusations don't surfacing. Right, but it's not like, like, this is a lot. There's like... 20-something different women that are... I I saw 12, but I... Yeah. It's a lot. It's more than 12. 
He's in he's in deep shit. Anyway. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. This didn't jump on the ostensibly a baseball podcast. Sam, is there anything we forgot to talk about? Uh I don't know. Deshaun Watson's a monster. And and in big trouble. Right. Serial predator. Sixteen lawsuits. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen lawsuits, and then there's like a there's like a a number of other women who are like not bringing lawsuits because they don't want to who've like corroborated and like offered evidence, but aren't bringing lawsuits because they don't want to be involved in the media circus. Well, and that's that's my only hot take that I have is that people are like, oh, this woman just wants like to target a famous and or rich man. There's nothing really in it for the women. Like they are exposing themselves. Right. But yeah, it's so, also it's like it's not one or even two or even three or even four, or even five. Like, I could keep going all the way up to 16. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. Like Donald Trump. Right. (laughs) Yep. But, you know, since Deshaun Watson is not white, he's not going to, like, beat this and then become president. He's not white, not the president. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. It, it's like, we need to do a nice, tidy episode on, like, sexual violence. Uh, like, Jameis uh, Winston, he had issues with this also. And what do you do? I did listen to a podcast about this. Like, what are you doing going on Instagram specifically define what I would define as like women without defenses to uh, terrorize. That's what it appears that Deshaun Watson was doing. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Fucking terrible. Alright, well, it is bad, but we're going to wrap it up. Well, on that note, yeah, just let's bring it down. Just anyway, we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. I'm sure we'll talk about this. Uh, Baseball season is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, spring is coming. Uh, The world will be reborn. Have some kind of hope in that. Um, The crocuses are croaking. So that's a good thing. Right. Crocuses are flower. Yeah. Not a predatory bird as I used to think it was. Hmm. Who has Crocus, Crocus, Oregon. It's a town populated by predatory birds. (laughs) Next to roaches, Oregon. Right next to roaches. On, on Highway 26, 
Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This has been an episode of Dump on the Yelp. This has been an episode of Tab Oh the Quack. Thank you so much for listening. For Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Jumping, watching it.